Remember this? <laughs> Who can forget the timeless classic of Sherry's first extended solo road trip? <laughs> All right. Thanks for stepping in the Wayback Machine with me. This is Sherry Michelle. Welcome back to Raw Nomadic Lens. Woo! I'm on my way to Portland, Oregon for a pupper sit. Pretty psyched about that. Yesterday, I did my 100th animal communication since I started in February, March. Took the class in February, I guess. And um, yesterday, I also, I guess you could say I celebrated with, but it just happened to fall on the same day, which was cool. I got a killer deal on a ticket to Paris. Woo! I'm going back to Paris. I knew I wanted to go back when I was there the last time. I just had like one magical day. I think you probably remember that I married myself at the Eiffel Tower to break a pattern of unhealthy relationships and it worked. And I remember being fine with the fact that um, we didn't go all the way to the top. They didn't have tickets for that, even though we purchased them quite a ways ahead of time. Um, because I knew I wanted to come back and someday I was going to marry somebody special at the top of the Eiffel Tower. I've decided that that's me. And maybe we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but um, it's really interesting how this all, how I manifested this. (laughs) Let's be honest. So just a little refresher. When I was in Iowa seeing my family uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I guess. Let's see, yeah, because I left September 1st for the road and I was there for about a week seeing my family and I was watching a movie a friend of mine made during the pandemic. Um, His name's Greg Holt. He's an old, awesome improv buddy. And he uh, made some movies during the pandemic. He's a like a theater director, an actor, and just all kinds of amazing things rolled into one. And we used to be in an improv troupe together. And I was watching the movies with my niece, Devin, and she, well, I said, because one of them was set in Paris, partially, I said, oh, I wonder if there's any animal sits in Paris right now. And she goes, ooh, you could renew your vows. And um, so I looked it up and there was, and I applied, but I didn't get it. And I found this out the next day and I was fine with that um, because I was just happy and grateful that it was on my radar again. It's like, yeah, I do want to go back to Paris and I want to marry myself again. Um, I just, I just finally love myself. God damn, can I just say that? Like, I just finally love myself. I love what I'm doing with my life. I love the work I'm doing. I love my relationships with my friends and my family. And I just feel really happy. And it's taken a long time to get here. And am I doing everything perfectly? No. I don't think that's when you love yourself. I think you love yourself when you're doing everything that you want and you're giving it your best shot and you just feel good and happy and happy for everyone around you, happy to be of service, happy to help. And so it was on my radar again, totally grateful. 
So that night, I was repacking my car on my aunt's driveway, still in Iowa, and uh, I brought way too many books with me again this trip, (laughs) again this adventure. I always have too many books with me, but out of a book that I bought in Paris fell the tickets from the Eiffel Tower. Like, no joke. Can you believe that? So then it was really on my radar. The book, by the way, was Eating Animals. Um, And I had bought that at the Shakespeare Book Company, which is now closed. And uh, when I unfolded the ticket, the other ticket was inside. So I went with my um, friend and awesome travel buddy, former roommate, Mac Oliver. And so, but both tickets were in my name because I purchased them for us online. And so here's two tickets to the Eiffel Tower. One that's kind of like, you know, seen some stuff. (laughs) It's a little beat up. And the other one wrapped inside it is in pristine condition, both with my name on them. Um, So it looks like one ticket I've already used and one that's brand new. And I just loved that. So I folded them up again, put them on my dash next to my speedometer. And that was to keep it on my radar, to remind me to daydream about being in Paris again and being at the Eiffel Tower and all of this. And so I would manifest it faster. And uh, then yesterday, the same day that I hit, you know, my 100th, communication with animals, I got an email saying there are these killer deals to Paris. And they weren't kidding. So my ticket was 555.28. That's less than half of what I paid the first time I went, which I went round trip to London and then took the channel to Paris. Still, uh, unbelievable deal. And I love that it's 555 because angel numbers have changed my life in the past two years. And 555, among other things, means incredible adventures. And damn if I'm not on an incredible adventure right now. And for the foreseeable future. So I didn't hesitate, booked it, um, you know, consulted my pendulum, like, are these dates good? Yes. And then after I booked it, I found out from my nephew, the uh, travel agent, med student, (laughs) that that's his spring break and we could all end up meeting up there. Like, how cool is that? But wait, there's more. (laughs) Today on TikTok, I discovered this animal sanctuary in Spain. And it's so funny because this is the second time Spain's come up for me recently. Um, A friend of mine thought that I was already planning to go there. Her name's Rose. And she thought I was already going there because I had said something about Madrid. Well, it's actually Madrid. I was talking about Madrid, New Mexico, that I was going to go there to get a mug for my my friend Joe. So (laughs) now I think I will be going to Spain because I have to see this animal sanctuary. Uh, I believe it's called the Tenerife uh, Horse Rescue. And if you look that up on TikTok, be prepared to have your mind blown because what these people have done out in the desert there, it's beyond, beyond words. Like they did it against all odds. They've helped over 500 animals and did it without like, like traditional funding. They did it on their own. And they were 
everybody said they couldn't do it. I love that they did it anyway. They um, gathered all kinds of, you know, discarded materials and made corrals and shelters and everything they needed. I, I have to see this place. I'm vibing so high just thinking about it. So I did send them an email because I discovered on their site, not that I'm an influencer, but they have a free yurt to stay in for influencers. And um, yeah, I wouldn't say I have the number of followers to qualify me as an influencer yet, but I'd say I'm well on my way. And um, I don't really like think of myself that way at all, but I can definitely get the word out about um, helping animals. So, oh, speaking of which, I did my first guest blog for Wolfie's Wish. Um, my animal communication teacher, Nikki Vasquez, referred them to me and uh, they asked me to write a blog post. And so I did, and that came out today. So, super, super fun and exciting stuff. Um, <laughs> I still can't believe like I get to go back to Paris. Like, I'm surprised I'm not. Like, I knew I was manifesting this. I'm just kind of shocked at how fast it happened. And, you know, you can say, like, well, you bought the ticket. I mean, it's not like you won the trip. I did buy the ticket, and I got a killer deal on it. So, um, I think I may tie Morocco into that whole trip, too. Like, I, I love the Eiffel Tower. I love Paris, but... Um, I'm not really crazy about cities right now, so I'm actually like totally excited to marry myself at the Eiffel Tower again, and even, I'd say just as excited to see this animal sanctuary, if not more so. And then maybe get to do Morocco too, because you can do a puddle jumper from, you know, Paris to Morocco and um, for like under $100. It's kind of like island hopping in Hawaii. So I've got Hawaii coming up, I've got um, Paris coming up, probably uh, I'll be in Spain and Morocco too. Um, Morocco's animal sit has not come through yet, but I'm getting to the point now where I'm realizing that if I have to choose between animal sits and animal communication, it's not even a choice. Animal communication is my, my true love here. Um, sometimes they don't work well together. So um, I absolutely adore the dogs that I just um, sat in Santa Clarita again for my friends. But um, it was a real balancing act with the work and with my energy because animal communication takes a lot of mental energy and focus. And my heart wants to put the animals first, the, the animals that are right there with me, you know? And they wanted to be with me all the time. And, and so we settled into a good routine after the first, uh, on the third day, when they let me take a nap on the patio, we settled into a good routine. I was like, okay, we've clearly exhausted her. <laughs> and uh, then we just kind of enjoyed each other's company. And I realized like, oh, they're like, like, like toddlers with eating and napping. Like I'd get them breakfast, they'd take naps, I'd work. Um, I'd come out and play, I'd give them lunch, um, you know, after their walk, uh, they'd do lunch, they'd take naps, I'd work. And so that's how I did my two sessions. So it just was like, you know, finding my way with that. But um, I'm feeling more and more like I just 
want to do the travel without the animal sits and uh, and just encounter animals as as I as I can. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be visiting more animal sanctuaries too, and I feel like there's something in that. Um, that there's something that's going to develop from that, I'm feeling. Um, and maybe it's just helping get the word out. God, I'd love to help with that. So, you know, knock on wood. Um, so I'm feeling fantastic. I'm very excited, very happy to share all this news with you. Um, into each life, a little rain must fall. So this morning I was making, oh my gosh, the best juice I have ever made. Stop what you're doing right now. Go out and get some red grapes. <laughs> and a lemon and juice a big bunch of grapes and a whole lemon that is it may be the best thing I have ever tasted oh my gosh I absolutely loved it I can't wait to do it again I had a feeling it was going to be good because my favorite smoothie um, from uh, raw food romance um, Lissa's raw food romance Melissa Maris is her great candy smoothie and I thought well the main ingredients in there is grapes and lemon and let's just cut cut down to the core here and just do the grapes and lemon you have to try it it's so good for your liver so I'm psyched and good for your heart too um, but anyway I was juicing that and my friend uh, said to me so you're gonna go back to juicing oh because I broke my juice feast. Uh, I was 13 days in when uh, it was before the dogs and I settled into a routine, and um, and I realized now that that Charlie and Iggy were kind of working in tandem with destroying things and helping each other chew them up, and so. Uh, a big hole in the carpeting uh, was torn the first night, and. Uh, I knew the carpeting was being replaced, it's being replaced like this coming week, but still, uh, <laughs> that was that was upsetting, I just was like, oh no, so I got it all kind of cleaned up the best I could and got them to leave it alone by piling dumbbells on top of it and hoping they didn't tear another hole in the carpeting because I was out of dumbbells, <laughs> and then the next night it was a sock and that was pretty stressful too so anyway i broke my feast and that's nobody's fault but my own those dogs don't have opposable thumbs none of them held a gun to my head i broke my juice fast um and you know i'm really looking forward to the day when i don't do that out of stress when i do it when i i choose to do it because i'm at the end of a juice fast or a juice feast but anyway so the last couple days i wasn't juicing and i wasn't even raw and, uh, you know, I had some salad and stuff, had some soup, whatever. Um, you know, all you can do is try again. And um, my friends had asked me a little bit about my juicing. Um, don't believe any of it has any merit at all. Don't believe that fasting heals. Don't believe in animal communication. Nothing like that. Um, in fact, I think they're atheists too, which is fine. I have other friends that are atheists. I have no problem with that. But just when you're not on the same wavelength with so many things that are important to you, um, it can be challenging. So, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So, this morning he says to me, so you're going to go back to juicing? And I said, yeah. 
And he says, you know, I got to tell you, like, I can't relate to you when you're juicing. And I said, that's understandable. And he said, it shouldn't matter, I guess. And I didn't say anything about that. I didn't say much more at all because at that point I just had to get back on the road and find my center and be myself and not, pardon my French, give a fuck what anyone thinks about what I eat or drink. If you guys were listening last season, you know I went through this whole thing with my cousins. So it's no one's business what I eat or drink or if they can relate to me if they can't, why is that my problem? I'm the happiest I've ever been. Do you want me to eat junk so that I can not be happy and be more relatable? That's not going to happen. Those fucking days are over. So, um, I didn't want to get into it. I just wanted to go and I probably never packed so fast. I just wanted things to be peaceful and on good terms and I'm doing more dog sitting for them uh, coming up in the end of October and November, beginning of November for like 11 days and I feel like the dogs and I found a, a really good groove, a nice balance. We all, you know, understand each other and I absolutely adore their dogs. Um, so happy to go back and do that. But I'm not compromising my principles for anyone, especially on what I consume, what I put in my body. That's so my business. And I don't expect people who don't have never tried juice fasting or water fasting or raw vegan to understand this. They're not going to. You should know this. If you're going to do this, there are going to be people that are never going to understand because I think a lot of the time I get the Oh, look at the poor fat girl trying to lose weight. And it's real tough not to get angry about that because that means they don't understand me at all. They don't know me at all. And they never have because I've been at this over 20 years. I started water fasting after reading a fantastic book when I was 19. Did that off and on over the years. Didn't understand the full healing capabilities until much later when I discovered True North in Santa Rosa, California and Dr. Ellen Goldhammer's work, which I was told by these friends is complete nonsense. That's neither here nor there. It doesn't change my mind about his work or that facility. Um, what does matter is that uh, I've come further and further and further on my healing journey. This is my healing journey, not anyone else's. I'm not trying to make anyone else do this. So... In 2000, I bought my first raw vegan book. In 2006, I started going on raw. I started eating raw vegan, like realizing like, oh, this is a lifestyle. Like you can do this indefinitely and heal from so many things. And I have, it's not like I'm hoping to heal from something someday. I've healed from a lot already. So, and I'm not talking just emotional stuff. I'm talking plantar fasciitis. I'm talking about skin cancers on my face. Uh, I'm talking about uh, uterine fibroids. Uh, you know, I've lowered my A1C. I have cleaned up my blood work. You know, uh, the list goes on and on. 
sorry if I sound angry, but this really, this really struck a nerve. So 2000, so it's 2022. This is, we're coming up, you know, 22 years of, of honing my raw vegan. Um, and then also making space for juicing again after being against it for many years and realizing no there is healing to be had in juicing and it is enjoyable and and I actually really like it now that I have gotten a better handle on like you know juicing consistently and juicing on the road and broke down just a lot of beliefs a lot of false beliefs that I had about it which is a great way to learn you know wipe the slate clean start over stop thinking you freaking know everything about something you know, it's okay to say, you know what, I think I was wrong about that. You know, thank you to Jillian Barry for all the great interviews that you do on YouTube because that's what got me thinking. I think I sold juicing short because, you know, the people who water fast think juicing is ridiculous. Like Alan Goldhammer doesn't think that juicing is, is anything worthwhile. I disagree. You know, there are plenty of people that I follow that I don't agree with everything that they say. And you're going to find that, like, that's the way you have to be. You have to find your own path. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I have done. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. And I'm going to continue to reevaluate um, opinions that I've formed. So that you don't get too far up your own ass with your beliefs and very black and white. And, um, you know, this is the only way. You don't want to be like that. I definitely do not want to be like that. There is no only way. What's the uh, Indian proverb? Um, there are many, ma many paths to the top of the mountain. The only one who's wrong is the guy running around the mountain telling everybody that their path is wrong. That's at the beginning of Swallowtail. So, man, I didn't want to get on a rant here, but that really triggered me and I just stayed quiet, hit the road and I'm really relieved to be on the road again. And Matt, if you're listening, which you probably are, I think you're one of my listeners. Peace, man. Not conforming to fit what other people want me to do or to make them more comfortable. I've done that my whole fucking life. And you know what? I've never said fuck three times, four now, in a podcast, but right now I just feel it's appropriate. I am not kidding around. I have come too far. I put everything in storage. I ended my relationship. I did these to walk my true path, to be true to myself. I did these things. So am I going to change how I'm eating to make someone more comfortable that is along this path? No. No. And I would never ask that of someone else. I don't care if I can relate to them or not. It's not, it's not on the table. That's not, it's not appropriate. So that's where I stand on that in case you ever wondered. So let's bring this vibe up high again. I can't wait to do that juice again. <laughs> Even if it means finding an outlet at a rest stop, I have been known to do such things. I saged the hell out of my car today. 
meditated with my favorite tree in Santa Clarita, found a pine cone from that tree that fits the palm of my hand so beautifully and feels so good in my hand. It's like it was made for it. I love that tree and it's surrounded by <laughs> a big high voltage box and, uh, you know, a kind of strip mall thing and a bunch of cars and I just love that tree though. It's like, it's still doing its thing. There's plenty like it in the parking lot that have just been hacked to bits. I guess maybe they had a bird problem, but this one is behind the buildings and uh, I meditated under it many times while I was there and I just really love it. So that was fun. And uh, I'm going to hit the road again. Thanks for listening. Sorry about all the F-bombs. Sometimes it happens. Overall, I'm very happy. Like, just the word bliss keeps coming to mind. Love my work. Love my life. Love my travels. Love everybody in my life. Love the animals. I really feel like you take care of the animals, the animals take care of you. Somehow, some way. It's really beautiful. I hope you are having an incredibly fantastic day. I hope you're vibrating high. I hope you're walking your path, doing things your way, and you're blissed out of your gourd. Follow me. I always forget to say this. <laughs> Follow me. We're going great places together. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. You could have done a lot of things with this time. You could have listened to people who are not swearing. <laughs> Fair enough. But you were here with me, and that means so much to me. I'm blown away whenever I look at that map on RSS. If you want to do a podcast, RSS just did the sweetest thing. You know, I was going through that uh, debit card fraud and it's been the strangest experience and pretty stressful, but it's all resolved. I just kept receiving things at my address in Chicago that this person who committed fraud with my card bought. Like, why would you steal somebody's debit card number and then send things to them? I, today I returned a, a bunch of wine. I have, I have no idea how much wine, but I think it was from California. Or no, it was from New York. Yeah, wine from New York. I just sent it back. Gabe doesn't drink wine. I don't drink wine. Not anymore. So, so weird. The bank's already settled everything, though. And um, so... RSS, I can't, I can't renew my, my subscription, my, my pay my monthly fee to them, which is like a crazy good deal, like $12, seriously, $12 to have your own podcast, like per month. That's nuts. It's amazing. They've been fantastic. So what do they do? They send me an email back saying, don't worry, we got you covered this month. <laughs> what? Yeah, seriously. So sweet. Like you just don't see that anymore. So these are the guys. This is the platform. Super easy to use. So user-friendly. And look at that customer service. Holy cow. That's just, wow, phenomenal. So when I look at that map on the RSS site of all of you guys that have listened all this time 
or maybe even just once or twice. Like it's just mind boggling how it's all over the world. Thank you so much. That's just super cool. Like I love, I love it when like minds support each other. Carpe diem.